And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Echelkamp. Today on the podcast, we are joined by Blake Gates. He is national accounts manager at the Moral Companies out of Ohio. Blake, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Margie. Appreciate being here and uh, appreciate your time today for having me. So first, tell us a little bit about the Moral Companies. Yeah, so Moral Companies, uh, we're a fertilizer manufacturer. Uh, we started as a family business in 1963, uh, been around for 60 years this year. Uh, we have two locations, one in Moral, Ohio and Caledonia, Ohio. Uh, we're basically between Columbus and Toledo in Northwest Ohio. Uh, what we do, we formulate and produce a wide range of liquid fertilizers, micronutrients, starter fertilizers, foliar fertilizers. Um, our products are shipped nationwide. Uh, we also do bulk commodity wholesale for local retailers in our 50, 60 mile area. Um, kind of the backbone of our business is our retail business. We have two retail locations uh, that have been operating for many, many years, um, both successful with a great group of growers supporting us. Um, the last part of our business, we're in the lawn and garden business and we operate a bagging operation where we work with distributors in a multi-state area. Excellent. And Blake, how did you come to work at Moral? What, what jobs have you had at the company? Yeah, so I've been with Moral now for 10 years. Um, I grew up just 20 minutes away from Moral, Ohio. Uh, had some family that worked at Moral, so knew some people. Uh, went to a little university in Columbus, uh, the Ohio State University. Uh, got a finance degree, actually, and I uh, decided I wanted to work as an investment advisor. I did that for three years, um, had fun doing that, but then a sales position became open and uh, at Moral, and this position was a wholesale territory manager kind of covering Western Ohio and Eastern Indiana. Uh, so I took that job 10 years ago, um, have since kind of morphed into a few different other areas. Uh, Moral's not a huge company. Uh, we've got about 100 employees today. So a lot, all of us wear different hats every day, and that's what makes it exciting. So today I'm the national accounts manager. I call on all of our customers that are outside of Ohio. And then I also help with procurement of our raw materials, help with pricing of our specialty products. And then I work very closely with our retail team on their fertilizer needs. So Blake, you and I got acquainted because we both sit on the Ag Retailers Association board and we literally have sat next to each other multiple times. Right. And I actually did not bring this up before we hit record, but I was going to place a bet on how long it took you to bring up the Ohio State University <laughs> right. because every time we've sat next to each other, we're talking something about the Buckeyes. So it was under three minutes just for the record. And <laughs> I don't know what my bet would have been, but so, Hey, so we're talking about hey, I mean, three minutes is pretty good for me. It's usually a minute. So that's good. <laughs> so we, in that has, we got acquainted through ARA. I did want to ask you about your involvement with the association and specifically mm -hmm. your role on some of, and some of the committee work that you're doing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So morals always had a long history with the ARA. Uh, we've always supported the ARA, been a member for a long, long time and had a different people at our company be on the board. Um, I took John Oster's spot, who worked at Morrill for many years, uh, in 2019 on the ARA board. 
Uh, he was going out as chairman and he did a lot of good work for the ARA. So he had big shoes to fill for me to step in. And I mean, he, he left a lasting impression on everybody because everybody always asks about John and knows John. Um, so I've been on the board since 2019. Uh, we just as a company have always believed ARA is important because retail is our backbone, retail is our customers. Um, we think that the advocacy that the ARA does in Washington is very important for us to have our voice heard and have our collective voice heard with our partner companies. Um, so another part of the ARA that I'm involved in, last year I became the chair of the member services committee. So member services focuses on a variety of services the ARA offers its retail members. Uh, those include our DC help desk, the advocacy that we do, our member resource library. Um, we also have many professional development programs that we offer our members. Um, one other thing that our committee does is we're tasked with recruiting new members and retaining current members with Donnie Taylor. Uh, Donnie does a great job with it and he reaches out to us for help and ideas and uh, we try to help him as best as we can. So kind of pulling on that recruitment thread just a little bit, where do you see the most value in being involved in the ARA? Yeah, so I think the most value by far is having a collective voice and message to Washington, D.C. Uh, you know, the political landscape of this country is a mess. Uh, it's forever changing. It's getting tougher to navigate. Um, having some experienced people like Richard and Hunter that have relationships on the Hill, know who to talk to, know who actually gets things done, um, can kind of steer our message of ag retail to the right people and make sure everyone knows what we do is important because what we do is very important. Uh, working with retailers that work directly with growers uh, who help feed the world, uh, it's about the most important thing there is. Um, so I think, you know, ag retail is a tough business. Uh, being a member of ARA takes one thing off your plate because you know that the association has your back in Washington and wants you to have the freedom to operate and push that agenda to our legislators. So that's, that's the main value for me. The other big value that I've found since being on the board is the networking, uh, getting to meet new people from all over the country, either at the board um, or different events, including the conference. I mean, the ARA has a great conference every year where people from all over come and you get to hear different products, different technologies, different issues facing ag retailers and how other people are dealing with it. So I've met a lot of great people through ARA, a lot of great new friends, uh, acquaintances, business partners. Uh, it's just been a great opportunity to kind of see what other people are doing in our industry. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you talk about advocacy and you, you also mentioned with your guys's interesting business footprint as a fertilizer manufacturer, it makes me think about product stewardship, right? And yep. for our nutrient management. So maybe just briefly touch on what that means for you guys as far yeah. as exemplifying best practices. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's important to us because sometimes re retail and farming in general can get a bad, a bad name in the media. I mean, we're in the Lake Erie watershed which everyone's familiar with what's happened up there in the past 10 years or so. Um, kind of a lasting image of holding up a green glass of water from Lake Erie. Um, so we're, we are for our certified here. Uh, we believe that's important. We've put a lot of work into that. Um, we've worked with our growers on that and we've worked with other companies on that as well. 
um, trying to get out ahead of the issues before they become a bigger issue. Because uh, like I said, we all want the freedom to operate, but that freedom comes with a cost. I mean, you have to do things the right way. So that's what we strive to do. And our relationships with our customers reflect that as well, because we want customers that do things the right way as well. Excellent. So I, I have to ask, what do you think is the biggest challenge that's facing ag retail today? Yeah. So that's a good question. And I've thought about that a lot. I mean, there's a lot of challenges facing ag retailers today. Um, but looking at it, I think the probably the biggest one, and it would be over multi-industries as well, is labor. Uh, finding quality people that want to work. Uh, you know, ag retail is not always a sexy option coming out of school for a high schooler or a college graduate. Um, this time of year right now, we're in the middle of corn planting. Uh, it is very, very busy. Uh, I know the guys down the road here at our retail have been working 80, 80 hour, 100 hour weeks. Um, that's hard. It's really hard. It's long and demanding. Uh, your company expects a lot of you. Your customers expect everything of you. And then you also are supposed to have a family and obligations at home as well. So labor is, is very hard. And we're competing with so many different industries now because the quality people is just so hard everywhere. Um, so there's a lot of competition to get those people and finding the right people, you know, with consolidation of farms happening year in, year out, um, getting the kid that's been on the farm that we might have been able to get 20 or 30 years ago to come work for ag retail. They're just not there anymore. Um, so new training aspects with this labor to a lot of it seems like if you're going to get help, um, there's a lot of training involved. So I think labor in general would be a really big challenge facing ag retail. Yeah. So whether it be labor or another challenge, what's perhaps a, a trend, a technology or some emerging aspect of your business that you're keeping an eye on, a solution for the future? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, there's a lot of technologies out there that are really neat coming along. I mean, machinery is always changing, always new technology on the nutrition side. There's always new products. Um, one thing, though, that's kind of happening in this business, that business that's happened in the last 10 years since I've been here. I mean, I've seen losing customers year in, year out to consolidation. Um, I think consolidation is just a trend in this business that's going to continue to morph. And it's important to the Ag Retailer Association because as consolidation happens, we're losing members. Um, now they might be joining someone else that is a member, but we're still losing that member. Um, so that affects our association because we need to make sure that we're involved with all ag retailers. And as consolidation happens, um, finding the right way to get our message across so our members know what value we bring as an association is really important. And as a company, as a fertilizer company, consolidation is uh, definitely something we're watching. Well, Blake, you have been so kind to carve out time during planting season to come on the podcast. And so as chair of the member services committee, please give one more sales pitch so our listeners join ARA. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you're an ag retailer and you're not a member of ARA, um, I think it'd be a great thing for your company to look at. And obviously... Um, I can be reached at any time, be happy to meet somebody in person or meet them over Zoom or whatever works. Um, then we have Donnie Taylor on the ARA that gives a great pitch about why we're important and why what we do is important, because it's all about having the freedom to operate and having your 
voice heard in Washington, D.C. Um, and then there's lots of other benefits, like I said, with networking um, and different things that the ARA brings that can really help the retailer. Excellent. So I like to close out every podcast interview with three lightning round questions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so these can be a little bit shorter in answer. You can pull yep. from personal or professional. Okay. I, I don't think there's any answers related to OSU, but you could surprise yeah, me. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what is the most used app on your phone? Most used app on my phone probably my calendar. Does that count? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I have three little girls playing softball right now. So I, I'm trying to keep that all straight with my meetings and things like that. So my calendar is frequently looked at. So those are cute little girls. Sorry, listener land. You can't see them. But every time I sit next to Blake, it's either on his laptop background <laughs> right. or his phone background and they are darlings. Oh, so I'm I hope bias, but yeah, I agree with you. No, darling. <laughs> okay. So Blake, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Well, other than the three little girls, um, I, just making sure our customers are happy. I mean, I, I always, it seems to be the first thing I, to my wife's detriment, she says I, I talk about work too much. Uh, so I'm making sure our customers happy and everything's going well. Yeah. So you were kind of referencing this earlier when you were talking about your team and how many hours they're spending putting in this year's crop. And we kind of live by crop years in agriculture. Right. So what do you think when we look back on 2023, what are we going to reference about this year and what's going to be the hallmark of this crop year? Yeah, good question. I think uh it seems like a spread out season. I know everyone's planning right now, but this has been the first season in a while that we've had a time to get pre-plant ammonia done, to get dry fertilizer application done, and then have spraying and, and planting happen. So I think having this spread out year where last year was the exact opposite, everybody was wet. Um, I think the spread out year, I think everybody will end up as the retailer, will end up saying they had a pretty good year um, because they had time to get things done and they weren't just stocked up trying to get everything done at once. Excellent. Well, that is Blake Gates. He is national accounts manager at the Moral Companies. Blake, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. So I'm Margie Eckelkamp, editor of The Scoop. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can do so at the Farmers at Farmers Advisor. You can also find us online at www.thedailyscoop.com. Until we are on the podcast next time, I hope everyone has a safe and productive season. Mm -hmm.